What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 21 of Goodness Gracious. Yup. My name is Brianna. My name's Victoria. And we are here to discuss, well, obviously we're not going to tell them yet. We got to make them yeah, sweat a even little though bit. They'll definitely it's definitely in the title. title. Yeah, but yeah. God, I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. You're really so oh dumb. Oh my gosh. I literally <sighs> had my student from last week that I gave him a shout out. He, I asked him, I was like, did you listen? Did you hear He's a like, shout no. out? And he said, no, I did. I was like, did you for real or are you being fake? And he was like, no, I did, but then I was done. Like, I listened he didn't listen just long thing. enough to hear the shout out, and then I didn't. I turned right. it off. Right, of course. I was like, okay, I get that. It didn't really pertain to him. No. It's not like a, I don't think How to Holiday, which is our episode from last week, <laughs> is something that a teenage boy would be like, oh, let me listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe, but probably but not. But probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So, real quick, guys, just a little housekeeping moment. Make sure that you leave us a rating and a review. Yeah. Um, that really helps out. Maybe we will, like, look at that first when we start doing merch and draw. If you leave your name on the review, like, draw a name out of the hat and yeah. give out a free sweatshirt or something like that. But definitely leave us a rating and a review if you think about it on mm-hmm. Apple and Spotify. That would be great. Um, other thing. Oh, we're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other thing is follow us, Facebook, Instagram. Yep. Also, if you're not already, follow, like and follow Tailgate to Table on Facebook and Instagram, which is the page for the cookbook that my husband and I wrote together um, and is awaiting publishing. And I actually got the tracking information for the first time, Victoria, and it's in Memphis, Tennessee right now. Let's go. And it's supposed to be here tomorrow by the end of the day. Like it, I can see it. That's more than I could even ever see. Ever see from with before. Amazon? Yeah, yeah. So excited about that. Um, I'm just yeah ready to see it. Yeah. So, what else is like housekeeping related? Yeah, just um, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, just make sure you're following us and everything and staying engaging in our posts because like we're trying to um, you know, just make sure that you guys are well in the know of yeah. everything that's going on with the podcast so yes for sure um for sure. and yeah just kind of keep your eye I mean your ears open for talks of merch because we are talking about that it would definitely be like post holidays but yeah for sure um the holidays will be a nice time for us to kind of brainstorm um you know what that would look like and all that good stuff and also just to hear from you guys of you know would you even want that and um you know in what form and Right, yes, exactly. So we definitely want to hear from y'all. That's one thing that you could do this week. Like, in addition to commenting the emoji, they could comment what type of merch they want. Like, sweatshirt, t-shirt, sticker, coffee mug. Like, if you had to have anything that was goodness gracious related, what would it be? Yeah. Um, Other things, speaking of holidays, we are going to break next week. Mm-hmm. So on Thanksgiving Day, there, there will, will be not no episode. Be, yeah, there will not be a new episode. So take some time to, if you're a newer listener, first of all, welcome. Yeah, and welcome. we're so glad you're here. Welcome to the Goodness Gracious fam. But if you are someone who kind of wants to get caught up on older podcasts, like yeah. maybe you have a couple you haven't listened to yet, next week would be a great time to do that. We're going to take a little hiatus. Um, I think I speak for the both of us when I say, obviously, we love doing this podcast. 
But it's good for us to even have a break so that we can just be refreshed, brainstorm. For sure. Like, come up with new things to talk about. So the break will be nice. And then we'll come back for a few weeks. And then around Christmas time, we're going to take maybe even longer hiatus. So we'll keep you all posted. But this episode is brought to you by Right Behind You Trailer Company. Okay. And (laughs) Justin (laughs) Roberts is the owner um, and kind of the main guy that operates that. Um, and if you are in the market for a cargo trailer, utility right. trailer, something that you want to move stuff with, something that you need to like haul around your lawnmower, if you're, you know, starting some kind of business where you really could use a cargo trailer, maybe a traveling food truck or boutique or anything like that. Yeah. Right behind you trailers is the, uh, company for you. The small business yeah, for you. you and that really is our heart for this the whole sponsorship thing that we started doing is for small businesses yes uh, with that being said mm-hmm. if you are someone who has a small business and you would like for us to feature you or kind of give you a spotlight in one of our episodes or several episodes definitely give us a shout let us know um dm us yeah we will be having another one soon oh very cool mm-hmm this is the first time hearing of this. I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, but I know I know you'll like it. So Okay, cool. I know cool. all of our listeners it's will. It's funny because we kind of like make our decisions together, so I kinda thought that you um, would. well I just like made the decision for us. So okay. I hope that's like cool or Interesting. whatever. Interesting. Yeah. We're gonna have to go to podcast co host counseling. Right. For sure. <laughs> that's very that's very niche. That is <laughs> imagine. like imagine. It's like when the Backstreet Boys... Wait, no, they never broke up. It's like when NSYNC broke up. Yeah. No, not like Can that at all. <laughs> not at all, but yeah. Uh, what no, did I miss? Good. What did I miss? Like, what do you mean? Just anything. Like anything in housekeeping? Yes. No, I don't think anything. All right. So, what is your... Or do you want me to go first? Jesus, Junk, and Joy? Um, Sure, you can go first. Okay. So, my Jesus is that I was reading this morning in 1 Timothy 6, Mm. and it fit right along with our episode for today. Yeah. And so, I'm going to save it, (laughs) but I'll mention it, and I just thought it's always cool when we're planning on doing an episode on something, and then kind of by coincidence, which also not by coincidence, that ends up being in our quiet time or our sermon from that week or whatever. So... Yeah, definitely want to share that later on. Uh, My junk is that why is the weather like this? Um, Why is it dark at 4.47 p.m.? Yeah. Um, Why was it raining? Why can't I see at night anymore? True. And what is happening to me? I really feel like this year specifically, you know what's funny? My friend Libby told me that this would happen. She was like, something about turning 24, obviously, you're still a spring chicken. Like, you've still got a lot of life left to live. Yeah. But it's like you're starting to turn that corner of, um, I can't see as good as I used to. Or, oh, my back is sore because I slept wrong. Like, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And my students tell me every day that I'm old. But yeah. it's just reiterated in my daily life. For sure. For sure. So that would be my junk. My joy <laughs> is that I got to go see my Aunt Janet this past weekend. Yeah. And my cousins, Emily and Anna. That's awesome. Um, my Uncle Carol. It's just been really um, 
like a long time. It's been over a year. Yeah. Since I saw them last and you just time flies and you look yeah, up and you're like, I have not seen my aunt and my first cousins in a year. Yeah. It's wild. Like, and yeah, I feel the same way about my cousins who are in Louisiana. Like I hardly ever see them. Yeah. And we grew up like only seeing each other twice a year, maybe three times if we were yeah. super lucky, yeah. maybe. But it's just how life goes. So it's always really good to see That's them awesome. and just kind of get away from everything. Um, so that was my joy. What's your Jesus yeah. Duncan joy? Um, so my Jesus. Um, okay. Well, let me do my junk first, so that it can make my Jesus better, like my Jesus good, like whatever. I love it. Um, so my junk was that I just had a really, really hard, like emotionally hard week. Like everybody has just really hard weeks. And, yeah. And um, episode fourteen, hard days. Yeah, go listen to it if you haven't <laughs> plug. Um, but just a really, really hard week last week and just a lot going on, um, personally, but everything's okay. Like me and Nate are okay. We're all good, but yeah, just a lot going on. And, um, so that was my junk. Like it was just a really hard week, but my Jesus is that like, I have been, um, really feeling like very much loved and cared for by the Lord through his people, which is really cool. Um, because that's one of the ways that the Holy Spirit speaks to us is through his people. Um, and so it's just been really good to have community during a really hard time or just a hard week um, of just people, even if they don't have the words to say, just knowing that they're there for you and, and there to support you. So that's that was my Jesus because that is Christ through other people, um, through his like church, um, providing comfort to those who are, you know, sad. So Super, super good um, to have that. I'm very thankful. And then my joy, I'm going to share two joys because because I can. Um, but this coming up weekend, me and my friend Laura Grace are going to see our friend Tiffany in Nashville. So I leave on Friday. I love that for you. So that's where she lives. So she lives in Nashville, and so we're going to go. And she she literally invited us to a shared note on, um, on the notes app yeah. of like everything we're going to do each day. Like, Friday, Saturday. I'm a big fan of that. I know. And she's like, we're going to go here for, like, pizza and drinks or whatever. And then the next day, this is where we're going to go for coffee. And then we're going to go to church on Sunday and, like, whatever. So, super cool. And then. I'm sorry I'm squeaking She so got restless much. legs really, syndrome, no, y'all. I really, do. I really think she does. All right. Hold on now. No. Um, and then my next joy is that it's just, like, Thanksgiving is coming up. And I'm taking Wednesday off. Even though I don't have Wednesday off. Usually, I'm taking Wednesday off. And um, Friday, like, like Black Friday, I usually we usually go on a trip to Jackson, Mississippi every single year. Like, Ridgeland area to go shopping. Black Friday shopping at the Good Mall. The Good Outdoor Mall. Okay. Shout out. It's got an anthropology in it. That's how you know. Ooh. Um, fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, we're going... Um, and we do that every single year. Have been probably going since I was t- probably twelve years old. I'm not even kidding. You every don't know what's year funny. With the girls in my family, including my cousins, who I don't get to see. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I've like no, I've never had any desire to Black Friday shop, even though. But I think it's because how I grew up. Yeah, in the middle and of we nowhere. don't. We are not about that getting up at the crack of dawn. By that I mean like my mom said. I said, when are we leaving on Friday to go to Jackson from like Waynesboro? She said, uh, just whenever we can get up and get going. 
she was like maybe 10 o'clock like it's not because they have black friday deals it's too much of a money grab for them to do it just in the morning you know what i mean like get all this stuff and then the deals are done they do that thing all freaking weekend and then they do got cyber monday and whatever on tuesday or whatever like so the black friday deals they'll be there it's when really we get there black friday saturday sunday monday tuesday, tuesday. like small business saturday, saturday. yep it's, yeah it's um it's all the it's fine it's all the things exactly mm -hmm. so yeah so that's that's two joys but i just had to give it you know well yeah i mean i guess i'm gonna add in another joy too that Do it. we're off teachers are off the whole week, whole week. next week mm -hmm. and it's like hallelujah because i'm telling you at this point in the school year even today and i teach like great kids yeah and i had a substitute yesterday and he left an awesome note, like, about how great my students were. And not Good. a single one of them got attitude with him. And I just said, hmm, really interesting how y'all can't <laughs> always act that way for me, but whatever. But, no, no, I was proud of them. And today, my one of my classes just would not focus. Yeah. Like, I think that they're mentally already Checked. on break. <laughs> yeah, they and are. And they're tired, too. Yeah. And so, I'm just thinking to myself, if I'm tired, if I'm ready to be on break, I know these high schoolers are. Yeah, you for know? real. Because this is my job. Yeah. And they have to be here. Yeah. Like, which I guess I do, too. It's my job. But at the same time, I chose it. You chose it. <laughs> yeah, you chose to be here. So, so um, all right. Well, cool. We uh, got through our beginning stuff in under 14 minutes that's actually crazy that's good for us that's good for us guys Very usually good for it's us. like 20 minutes so. so we wanted to this week talk about hospitality mm -hmm. um and what gospel-centered hospitality looks like going into the holiday season uh you are going to be going over to people's houses a lot you're going to have people over to your home you're going to be traveling you're going to be hosting uh, it is a busy time, and this may sound eerily like last week's episode, but it's not. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a different different aspect, yeah. just fitting that we talk about it before yes. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's something that we have, you know, kind of brainstormed about a little bit, but just never said, okay, let's do an episode. Yeah. But hospitality is central to, I believe it is central to the Christian life. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. I mean, what are your thoughts? Like, my first question would be, let's go back to classic, quintessential Southern hospitality. Yeah. Not gospel-centered hospitality, but Southern hospita hospitality. How would you define it slash what was your experience with it growing up in the South? Yeah, I would define it as, like, another word. A, a, uh, blah, blah, blah. What's that called? A synonym? Would be like entertaining, yeah. To 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 entertain, yes. Like having people over, like that's what Southern hospitality is. Is like inviting people in, like um, no matter who you are, having a party at, at every little thing, like making cute little, getting out your fine, getting china. out your fine china, making cute little things, like um, cute little recipes and. Getting your pepper jelly and your like all kinds of like different things, making punch, like doing and dressing the whole thing. up, dressing, even though you're in your own house. Yeah, dressing up, like literally wearing an Easter Sunday dress and some heels sometimes, depending on kind of like what you're hosting. Because I think hospitality, when I think of Southern hospitality, I think of 
hosting and entertaining. I think that's what oh, I think yeah, of. Oh, yeah, same, same. Um, and so just... And I think of a very oh. put-together woman in a very put-together home. home. Mm-hmm. With the most beautiful kitchen, living space, fine china, you know, kids look great, everybody looks great, husband's yeah. there, maybe he's grilling, whatever. Um, everybody's just like happy and perfect. Home is clean. You, I literally think Southern Living Magazine. Uh huh. Like Me that's too. what I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, why can't we meet that expectation? Um, because it's not realistic. Sometimes. Right. Elaborate. Um, because, okay, for one, if you were going to meet that expectation, if that was going to be your, like, you being hospitable, if that was how you viewed, like, like, the mentality of, like, gospel-centered hospitality, then you would never be hospitable. You would never be hosting if that was, like, your image of it. Because that's impossible to, uh, like, attain right um all the time or as much as we should like as much as we should be hospitable like if we were doing it like that we wouldn't be doing it at all hardly you know what I mean yeah because there's no way and we can talk about this too like the Mary and Martha and the Bible kind of deal but if you are so busy with the entertaining and the hosting aspect of it Mm mm-hmm and you can't even take the time to talk to the people in your own home. Like, if you're so concerned with, oh, got to make sure this is okay. Oh, got to make sure this looks good. You know, oh, let me go in here and freshen up these flowers or whatever. Like, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. You're probably not actually being hospitable. Yeah. Like, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a hot take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in contrast with that, why? Okay, let me back up. Why do we feel that expectation as Southern women to kind of have this, like, perfect cookie cutter, like, oh, I'm going to have people over to our house and everything's going to be great? Like, why do we have that expectation? Um, Probably because that's, like, what we grew up with. Like, anytime we went to a function, um, I love, side note, I love the word function. Oh, one time, I love it. It's one so... time Nate said, whenever he was teaching sixth graders, um, he came into class one time. He was wearing, like, something nicer, okay? And one of his kids said, Mr. Carroll, you look like you're going to a function. <laughs> it's such that a was good so, word. It's so versatile. I thought that was so funny. That is funny. You look like you're going to a function. Um, but, yeah, I think that it comes from, yeah, that. Like, going up, growing up and going to all these things and um, probably, like, TV and movies, Southern, like, TV and movies, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. Designing women and everything like that. 100%. Gold girls, like. Me reading Southern Living magazines at my granny's house because yeah, she duh. doesn't have TV. <laughs> Dang. Because she's holy. No yeah, TV. holier than, no, thou, but she, than you. She, I'm just kidding. Um, she's awesome, though. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, amazing. well, we love granny. But she just never has had TV. Yeah. Um, John Piper doesn't watch TV, either. That's actually a vibe. So, you. what you did at Granny's is you, if you wanted to, like, look at something, you looked at a magazine. a magazine. Yeah. And I can remember looking at, and I have a cookbook, too, by Reese Witherspoon called Whiskey in a Teacup. Yep. Do you have that cookbook? I don't, but I want it. Oh, I love it. It's great. But it's, but it is very much that. Yeah. It's this idea of, like, obviously it's Reese Witherspoon. And yeah. she's just a quintessential Southern woman. Yeah. But it's this idea of perfection in your own home Mm -hmm. and the standard being 
let's turn this up to 10. Mm-hmm. Like, we want people to feel like they are at, you know, the richest person in the neighborhood's house. Like, yeah. and But here's the thing. That's not, you're not, though. <laughs> like, the everyday right. person that maybe is listening to this podcast, especially if you're in between the ages of 20 and 30, which is yeah. the majority of our listener base, yeah. You're probably not the richest person in the neighborhood. Also, hosting doesn't, like, you being a, the hostess or the host doesn't make you hospitable. Ooh. Maybe you're, you may not even be that hospitable of a person. You may not have a hospitable attitude, but you may just be the hostess. I need you to go somewhere with this. <laughs> like, I need you to unpack that a little bit more. <laughs> well, I mean, like, okay, so... I was like, that was too good. I know. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, but I was, so part of it kind of was like a, an article that I saw. Um, but also just like something that I thought of because some people I feel like may just be really great hostesses, but like they may not have that attitude of hospitality. Um, and so let me see. So there's an article from the Gospel Coalition written by Bethany Jenkins, Hospitality is Not Just for Home. And and she said, Hospitality is both an attitude of the heart and also a practice of the hand. It seeks to turn strangers into friends through acts of welcome and generosity. Throughout Scripture, God calls His people to show hospitality to strangers, orphans, foreigners, the poor, widows, and more. When we think of hospitality, we often think of Im- think of images from Martha Stewart or Good Housekeeping, aka Reese Withers for us, Reese Witherspoon and Southern Living. But biblical hospitality is simple. It's hosting a small group, inviting a neighbor to dinner, or listening to a friend over coffee. It can be done at home or in alternate homes like coffee shops or restaurants for those who lack enough space to host at home. Yet hospitality is not just for the private sphere of our lives; it's for our work too. And so he just she just talks about like. There, like, hospitality is an attitude of the heart. It's seeking out friendship and belonging for others. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, and by that definition, like, I could be hospitable in my classroom. Yeah. I mean, just last week, my students were like, hey, Miss Steiner, can we, like, do a day where we have coffee and, you know, maybe you bring brownies, whatever. And I was like, okay. So, and I can't do that kind of stuff all the time, obviously. But I brought brownies and cookies, and we had coffee, and it was just like a sweet time. That's not at my house. Yeah. Like, it was me just saying, okay, yeah, I'll do that. It's not necessarily convenient for me to get up before. I already get up at 5 to get up at 4.30 so that I can make brownies and cookies and whatever. But I'm going to do it Yeah. um, because I love you guys. And so it is an attitude of... Sometimes, like, sacrifice, too. Yeah. And you're not always going to want to welcome somebody into your home. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes the Lord is going to maybe call you to, hey, invite that person over. Or, hey, have that person out for coffee. And you may not want to at first. And it certainly isn't always going to be convenient. Because we live in a time of, again, we talk about this a lot. Don't do anything that's inconvenient for you. Yeah. And make your life as easy and as painless as possible. Right. And with hospitality, you can't do that. Yeah. And to your point, I have been in many homes 
where I was being hosted, uh-huh. but I did not feel at home. No. And I did not feel that warm hospitality. That's good. Um, I can think of, I mean, and I, I'm not going to say who, obviously, but I was in college and I um, went to this person's house. Super beautiful house. Very, very well-to-do people. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Victoria, my gosh, it looked like nobody lived there. It's uh, like, what are we doing? Like... You're okay. Yes, you're quote unquote welcoming me into your home. You're like, oh, make yourself at home, baby. You're not even making yourself at home. Like, I feel like you're a stranger here. Like, who lives <laughs> I here? I feel like you are a stranger. Who lives here? Who lives here? <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Who cares? That's giving that same energy. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? But it's true though, and I think that we are so caught up in it's our so image of how our homes are perceived mm-hmm. by other people. That we're not even comfortable in our own homes. Yes. Yes. Like, what? Baby, you pay the mortgage. Right. Like, you pay rent. Right. You know? it's You don't have to have the nicest stuff. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have the most beautiful things. It's your home. Uh, and what makes a home... I'm sorry. I'm no, keep going. Keep going. You go what ahead. makes a house a home is not the stuff in it, but the people in it. Yeah. And and that's... And, uh, uh, yeah. And that's on period. And that's on period. <laughs> um, But... Let me tell you what, though, because here's the thing, I, and that is hard to fight because oh yeah, we have we host a community group in our home every single Sunday at 4 p.m. That's an invite to everybody listening. <laughs> My address is uh six six five ten buck two drive in um none your business yeah, Alabama none your business Alabama yeah. so um just kidding but no but um yeah every Sunday at four and I. Sometimes I dread it because I like I'm like I don't want people coming over. Like I just don't feel like it this week. I don't feel like hosting this week. And I think it's because and it's hard for me to get out of this mindset of it being a hosting thing and not a hospitality thing. You know what I'm saying? Because yes, there's a distinction. Because hosting can be hospitable but not all ho- You know what I mean? Like you know what I'm saying? Yes. Hospitality is hosting. But not, but not all, all hosting, hosting is, is hospitable. hospitable. Yes. Vibes. Um, and so, yeah. So, I am always like, oh, my gosh, we have so much to do. I need to clean them all. And I get so, like, worked up that, like, whenever people get there, sometimes I'm, like, so worked up from, like, almost, like, freaking out after church to, like, clean cleaning and, that yeah. I don't actually feel like I can even relax. And that's bad. Like, that's like that fight. Um, but to your point, in this um, in this other article, it's by a different person, how to practice hospitality. Okay. They said, like, one of, or like, how to practice hospitality, keep it Christ-centered. So he said, in your pursuit to show warm and loving, Christ-centered hospitality, do not make it a reflection of yourself. You are not the foci in your gift of hospitality. Christ is. With a Christ-centered approach to hospitality, you move away from the Martha approach, preparing everything perfectly on time and warm, to the Mary approach, sitting at Jesus' feet and discussing what is eternally important. It is Gosh, not always so it is not always an either or, but if we feel the house has to be immaculate, that we have to be the best hosts and provide the choicest of food, hospitality will be more about you than Christ. 
And that's really what it is. Like, you have to ask yourself that question. Who am I doing this for? Mm -hmm. Like, or excuse me, for whom am I doing this? Right, correct. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, it's like, okay, we have been blessed. You and I both have been blessed with beautiful homes. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have the biggest houses in the world, but Mm -hmm. we're blessed with houses, Mm -hmm. you know. And we don't have kids yet. We're able to let people use our guest bedrooms, have people over, like, and it comes with a lot less burden than imagine when we have kids and we're trying to do that. Right. But I can remember too, being in high school and tell me if you had this same situation Yeah. where your friend would be like, I'm sorry, my mom said you can't come over because our house is dirty. Yeah. And you're like, bro, I don't give a crap if your house is dirty. I'm 14. I know. Like. I don't care. Yeah. So how do we get away from that? Like, I don't want to be that mom. No. I don't want to be that mom that's like, no, let's say my hypothetical kid's name is John. Yeah. No, John, you know, your friend can't come over because there's laundry. Yeah. What if our household is the only reflection of the gospel that child sees? Yep. Yeah. And we're saying we don't want somebody to come over because we haven't swept this week. Yeah, that's good. Like, you got to get your eyes off of you in that moment and think the kingdom. Yeah. It's like less of take it away from just, oh, and it's the same concept of my child's behavior is a reflection of me. Obviously, mm-hmm. this isn't that big of a, it's not this, quite the same, but it's like adjacent to that. Oh, yeah. my home is a reflection of me. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, sure, you feel that way. And as women, we feel responsible for the beautification of our home. Mm -hmm. And that's not wrong. No. That's not wrong. But I have felt more at home in places that were maybe small and hand-me-down furniture and kids running around and whatever than I felt at that particular house that one day. Yeah. I don't care. Like, if you – and here's the thing, too – if you do care about that stuff, yeah. Now, obviously, if there's mold in the bathroom, whatever, like yeah. sometimes it is hard to. It's like, dang, y'all good, like, yeah. But you just never know, like, right? That person opened up their home to you. Maybe they did overlook something. Yeah. Maybe they haven't had the chance to clean that in a little bit. Yeah. Like, maybe okay. There's a basket of laundry in the living room. It's not hurting you. No. So, on the flip side of being the person hosting, also, I think we have to be gracious to, goodness gracious, gracious to the person hosting us. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And what that looks like in the way of, and I've got a great friend um, who, she's really great about this, but her name's Alex. I don't know if she listens, but hey, Alex, if you do. <laughs> um, anytime they come over. Yeah. It's Coach Pipkins and his wife. Anytime they come over, she is always like, hey, what can I do to help you? That's so nice. She's just a helping hand. Such a helping hand. And I never feel bad because she always offers like she repeatedly. She like means it. She yeah. means it. Yeah. She's like, girl, I'll do your dishes. I don't want you to have to deal with all this tomorrow morning or That's whatever. Because really I always say, oh, I'll get all this later, later. on. You yeah. know, or I'll just, I'll load the dishwasher when y'all leave. Yep. But she just has a heart for serving like, she sees the effort. Yeah. And she's like, hey, no. Yeah. Like, y'all had us over. That's sweet. We've been here. We're hanging out. And that girl, she'll do my dishes in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like, she knows where everything is now. That's so sweet. I mean, and that's the flip side of it. 
hosting, but also being a guest in someone's house, how can you thank them and serve them in return? That's good. That's really good. Um, I don't know that we talk about that enough either. Like, yeah. and even something small, like writing them a little thank you note. Oh, yeah. Just absolutely. saying, hey, thanks so much for having us over, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, we just, I don't know, I know. we've got it all twisted. I know. There was something that you said, okay, that point of you saying um, that your home may be the only, like, reflection of the gospel that they see. Yeah. There was, like, a, um, there, this guy, he was the article that I'm talking about. Um, after he said, keep it Christ-centered, he said, third, although your home does not need to be immaculate, it needs to be safe. And he said, it, need, it needs to be a refuge in a world full of hostility and brokenness. My wife and I recall having two young men who came from broken homes over for dinner and fellowship. They were in their mid-twenties. What they expressed broke our hearts. They said, quote, never in our lo- entire lives have we experienced this. A dad and mom and children sitting around a table together laughing and enjoying a meal together. What they knew and were living in was violence and abuse food insecurity and the like make your place make your place of healing and hope one of healing and hope yeah that reminds me of um Livy and James Collingworth's Collingworth Collingsworth oh my gosh they're this their wedding yeah and when I told Livy this she was like I don't even remember our pastor saying that yeah but the pastor who preached that wedding um he said your home should be the closest thing to heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean the streets are made of gold? Obviously not. What that means is your home should be a refuge. Yeah. Your home should be peaceful. Your home should be the closest thing to heaven on yeah, earth. Yeah, to the kingdom of heaven. Yes. Because this, if you're putting all, cashing all your chips in, and like doing all this to make, to build your own kingdom here, and all that matters is like what this is like. Then your your home is never going to be a reflection of the kingdom of heaven because the kingdom of heaven is not like the kingdom of this world. Like, mm-hmm. it's nothing like your kingdom here that you're trying to build in your home. Like, sorry. Yeah, it's a it's an attitude. It's not an aesthetic. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's right. it's not your home. It may not look like the inside of a pottery barn. Yeah. And if it does, like, I'm happy for you. I really am. Um, Loan a sister some money. But, <laughs> no, but seriously, like, it may not. But you know what you may be really great at? Mm-hmm. Like, thrifting or refinishing furniture or, you know, taking something that you found on the side of the road and making it beautiful. Because we don't talk about this enough. Women have this innate gift and this ability to make things beautiful. Mm-hmm. To make things beautiful. That could be something as simple as lighting a candle on your yeah. coffee table. Maybe getting some fresh flowers out of your flower bed. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is small details to me mm-hmm. that make a home feel comfortable and that make a home feel um, welcoming. Yeah. I could not care less. I could not care less how new your uh, refrigerator is. Yeah, I like, do Nobody not care. cares about that. Yeah. You know, I care about how do I feel when I'm here. Because yeah. like I said, I've been to many homes in my life 
where you remember how you felt. Yeah. You don't remember where their couch was from. Mm-mm. Like, and that's the thing, and we talk about this in education, too. They may not remember what you taught, but they're going to remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And that's what I try to think about every single day. Like, they may not remember that I taught them this thing today about grammar Mm-mm. or this thing today about public speaking, but they're going to remember how they felt when they were in my classroom. Yeah. And that, to me, is hospitality. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not what do you have. It's like, who are you? Yeah. You know? Um, there was an article that I had pulled up to that... Okay. The New Testament word for hospitality, the Greek word is philozenia. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm butchering that pronunciation, oh well. <laughs> comes from the compound of love and stranger. Hospitality has its origin literally in love for outsiders. Yep. This is what the early church did. Yeah. Like literally, yes. it was church was happening in homes. Yeah. It was honestly, and this is why I love small groups, because it's kind of the closest thing we have in the twenty first century to home church yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um one of the more memorable t- memorable texts is Hebrews 13, 1 through 2. Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show ho- hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Mm. Yes, love the brothers, says Hebrews, but make sure you don't forget to love strangers as well. That's good. That's from um, a Desiring God article. I think it is. It's by David Mathis, and I'll okay. link it. But, um, yeah, it's not just about having your friends over either. Yeah. It's about kind of going out on a limb. Yes. It's inviting your neighbors. So I got a story. Like your neighbors sometimes. Like your, I'm Literal talking like your physical neighbors. Yes. Yes. Who, who you may not, you may hardly know from Adam. Right. So I got a funny story. I don't know if I've ever told you this before. So a few years back, my husband's coaching, um, new coach, yeah. you know, and the head coach, they're sitting around the table at spring training meeting mm-hmm. and they're getting ready to welcome a new offensive coordinator from Texas. Yeah. But here's the kicker. The offensive coordinator has nowhere to stay. Ooh. All right, for three weeks. Whoa. And my husband, so they're all sitting around the table. The head coach says, all right, we got coach. I'll just call him Coach C. Yeah. We got Coach C coming in. Um, He needs a place to stay. Yeah. My husband said the room was crickets. Yeah. Crickets. And Dalton goes, um, I guess he can stay with us. Yeah. Yeah. So then comes home. Now, mind you, I don't know about any of this. <laughs> this is the year 2021. This is a great story. Comes home. Yep. Says, um, <laughs> so we got this guy coming in from Texas. He's going to need to stay in our guest bedroom. I think you for, told me this. I, I remember oh, okay. this. okay. We got this guy coming in from Texas. I think he's going to. Uh, he is actually going to be <laughs> staying in our guest bedroom for three weeks. <laughs> okay, babe. Um. All right. Cool. He was like, Brian, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> I said, okay. So he comes and stays in actually in this room that we're recording in, but before it, we turned it into the studio. And um, yeah, literally for three weeks. Yeah. And ate with us yeah you know did all of his work here slept here that's crazy and we didn't know this guy from adam yeah the craziest thing what we're sitting to the counter one night and 
this guy starts sharing the gospel with us. <laughs> and this is like second night he's here. So he doesn't tr- like really know us he yet. He not know y'all know? yet. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, same team. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I swear. But it's like, how are you going to share the gospel with me in my own house? Like, you must really love Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. And it, it convicted me because we welcomed him into our home. Yeah. And he had no idea, like, what we believed, who we were. Yeah. But he also took a risk as a stranger. That's good. And said, okay, you know, yeah. this is where I have to stay. Yeah. But then start sharing the gospel with us. Yeah. And we're like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. We're us too. Yeah. Like we're the, we're <laughs> one of you. And now that family, yeah. his wife, his kids, they're some of our best friends. Yeah. That's so awesome. Like, and that all happened because it's like, hey, yeah, he can stay with us. Yeah. You know? Because like Dalton went out on a limb. And welcomed his home, welcomed your home up to a stranger, to an outsider, but yeah. like who also happened to be a brother in Christ, which is awesome. But like, I know how cool would that have been for him to maybe not even be a believer, and to him, for him to experience that kind of hospitality um, from Christians? Because you just don't know what people are going through, y'all. Like, you, your home can be such a um, refuge, a re- such a safe space and a refuge. And I've had people say that, like, one of my greatest compliments, like the best compliments I've received, are ones about, man, it just like feels like so home. Like it feels like home here. Oh my gosh! If somebody tells me that, it makes me giddy. <sighs> and I remember our apartment was great. I loved our apartment. It was small and cozy and downtown and it was awesome and I love it and sometimes I miss it. And I remember the first day that we hosted, um, it's one of the guys in our community group, Matt, he loves that apartment. Still to this day, he's like, man, I kind of wish y'all still lived in that apartment. Like, I'm like, bro, we had to get a house. Like, it's, it is what it is. And, um, and he was like, man, I loved y'all's apartment. And I remember the first time that we hosted community group in our new house, in our house, um, he said, he was like, it like already feels like homey in here. And I was like, you don't even know how happy that that makes me because it's not like we had done anything. We just, everything was in its same place, same furniture. But here's the thing. It wasn't about that stuff. It wasn't. Wherever y'all were, it was going to feel homey. Yeah. And that's like. That's so, like, that is the attitude. Like, it's not about being perfect. It's not about everything being clean all the time. Like, expect things to be messy sometimes. Woo! Because that's the gospel, though, for real. Yeah. Like, we don't, it's not going to be perfect all the time. I wish I wish Christians would understand. I mean, I wish um, people who aren't believers would just understand that we're not perfect. We're not perfect. Like, I'm just like you. I'm, we're not perfect. Well, then why are you trying to make it act like you are? Your house is not a hotel. Why are you trying to act per- perfect? Why are you trying to make your house seem perfect and everything in your life seem perfect? Maybe that's why people think that you think you're perfect. Yeah. Because maybe this, you are it, trying to make that look like that. You are not going to get more jewels in your crown because you didn't have any dishes in your sink. Yeah. And even if you do, it's all being laid at the feet of Jesus anyway. That's where your crown's going. So. Well, and that's the thing. <laughs> like, it is. It's all about Jesus. And there is no better way to show the love of Jesus to someone than to say, hey, come into my space where I live 
and I'm going to I'm going to serve you. Yeah. And we're going to spend time together. That's good. We had some people um over here a couple weeks ago. They're not like they're not believers. Um and they're pretty open about that, but they're friends of ours. Yeah. And specifically Dalton, they go way back with him. We were all outside sitting by a fire in Victoria. The conversations we had. Yep. Not hostile, not angry. Yep. But genuine questions from these people who were at our house, like, that we've known for a long time. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, real genuine question. Why do y'all believe what you believe? Yeah. It was that type stuff. Yeah. And it's crazy how, you know, you never think you're prepared for those questions. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit, I know, gives like, you the words, gives you the words, and gives you the peace, yeah, to convey exactly what's in your yeah. heart, yeah. And I just can't; it gives me chills to think about. But and how awesome and like bold and like, and this is like not this is not because of you guys. It's the Holy Spirit's work in you. It's the Lord's work in your lives that they would feel that safe coming into your home and asking those questions because no matter how far back like they go those are pretty like those can turn into pretty intense sessions of of conversation oh yeah and questions were left unanswered yes yeah I mean there was one question asked that I was like guys I don't I don't know that I've been through some stuff I know some things but I can't can't answer that for you yeah and I mean but that's they felt safe they felt at home. They felt safe, like they could ask vulnerable questions that put them in a vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. Like they right. they put themselves in a position where they could be challenged. Right, exactly. But they and did too <laughs> because they were because they were in, they were in a place where they felt safe. Yeah, maybe not actively thinking that, like, oh, their home is they're so hospitable. I feel safe in their home. Yeah, no, but it's in their minds. They right. felt right at home to ask such. Well, and that's, like, when I go over to your house, like, I'm like, okay, I'm here. Like, I kick my feet back. Like, I, Yeah, I feel like, uh, uh, yeah. And, and they're, you know, and I feel the same way about other friends, too, that, but it's not about the house. It's about the fact that I know I can feel at home here because of your attitude. Yeah. And I think if there is something to kind of get across, actually, let me... Oh, she opened up the Bible. Yeah, I got to go to 1 Timothy real quick. B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's, that's the book, book for me. me. I stand on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Couldn't get too serious. And it's about, it is also about being content with where you are, where your home is. Yep. You know, I mean, we've lived here for three years. Actually, three years yesterday we moved in. That's awesome. And... Sometimes I'm still, actually pretty much every day, I think of something else I want to do. Yeah. I'm like, I want to rip up the carpet in the bedroom. Yep. I want to get the couches steam cleaned. I want to um, rearrange, my, rearrange my closet. I want to turn that middle room into an office, whatever. Like, you're never going to be satisfied in that. Yep. And if you're constantly in a loop of, oh, well, I don't want to have people over until. Yep. I don't want to have anybody over until. Let me tell you something. A couple of years ago, I was in the middle of repainting our kitchen cabinets. Yeah. First of all, that's a mess, but it's worth it if you're willing to do it because you save a lot of money doing it yourself and it looks good. But anyways, um, 
Dalton again, and then my husband's like world's worst about this. He's like, "Hey, we got people coming over tonight, uh, uh, babe. Hey. There, we don't even have cabinets on the hinges. Like, <laughs> their cabinets are just like on the, they're in the garage, right? It's like it's fine, it's fine. And he has been really good about teaching me, hey, we're good. It's it's fine. Like they're not coming over here because of our cabinets. They're coming over here because they want to hang. Yeah, you know." So, this is the verse from 1 Timothy 6 that really stood out this morning. But godliness with contentment is great gain, mm-hmm. for we brought nothing into the world, and we can take, uh, we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing with these things, we will be content. Yeah, that's good. And that's just it with hospitality, too. Like, you got food, you got clothes on your back, be content with with your home yeah y'all every the holy spirit will give you the tools you need to share the gospel with people to open up your home to people for you to be hospitable it is a wonderful gift for us as believers like to be the church and to welcome in the widows and the poor and the and the outcast and the and the stranger like it is such a great privilege blessing and a calling to be able to do that and the holy spirit will give you what you need to accomplish that he will like and that may not be a home or it may not even be an apartment it may be a coffee shop or a restaurant for you to be hospitable to people that is what it is hospitality is an attitude it's not hosting it's not just hostessing like it's not having a cheese board and like all these people coming into your home for an hour and then leaving and then saying yep that was a nice party like that's awesome like great but I mean the purpose is something deeper. It's the focus is Christ. The focus is the kingdom of heaven. Like if you really want to be hospitable, if you want to just be a hostess, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the, that's actually hard work, but it's low key easy because you don't have to, you put yourself out in a different kind of way than you do whenever you're being hospitable. Your heart is not involved. Yeah. 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 It's all about material. Like yeah. it's like, now you can be a hostess outside. and be hospitable. Like we said, but like, you know, I mean, yeah. And I think, too, like, putting it back in the context context of the holidays coming around, yeah. maybe you're thinking, dang, I really want to have a get-together or I really want to host something, but I just don't have the money or parties are so expensive or whatever. They don't have to be. No, they don't. They don't have to be. Okay, so say you want to have a get-together with 10 people. Nobody expects you to prepare all the food for 10 people. Mm-mm. Say, hey, can everybody bring a dip and some chips? Or, hey, can you bring, like, a vegetable tray? Yeah. Okay. Everybody bring one thing. Yeah, everybody bring one thing, you know? Or, hey, um, somebody who maybe you're closer to, say, hey, would you mind coming over, like, 30 minutes before just to kind of help me, like, get set, set up. up? Like, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I can remember texting my uh, sister-in-law, Alexis, a couple years ago. We were getting ready to throw a birthday party for the twins here. And um, I said, hey, can you... Like, can you please come over a little bit before just to help me yeah. get everything set up? Yeah. Okay. She's like, okay, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. She's that one of those people that you could ask to do anything. She's like, I'm there, you know? Yeah. And you got to have those people in your life. But, hey, you got to be willing to ask, too. Yeah. 
Speaking of, you want to help me come clean my house on Monday? Yeah, I will. All right. Yeah. You off. I'm off. I'm not. Now I get I'm off not. at 4.30, but. Yeah. So, you wouldn't have to come until the afternoon. Yeah, Because my in-laws are coming on Tuesday. I'm down. That okay. might actually be pretty fun, probably, to clean together. I know. Yeah. I might just tell Nate to, like, leave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, don't need him. Right. Right. Because it's like, if he, gonna, if he ain't going to be helping, I'm just kidding. He would help if I asked him to. Yeah. And I think part of being a woman kind of in the South, and I'm sure this may be like this for every woman, but you don't want to ask for help because asking for help sends the signal that you don't have it all together. Yeah. But guess what? We all know you don't. Nobody right. has it all together. Like, my house is a mess. And, like, I like I even get nervous, like, asking you to come over and, cl- and help me clean. Because I'm like, it's bad in there right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, no, I get it. But, I get it. But it's like, y'all, like, people want to help you. Like, your friends love you. They want to help. And here's the thing, sometimes. too. Some people are naturally very good at keeping things orderly, tidy. Right. Like I am not. They're OCD about it and everything, and they keep it. They keep their house clean. Yeah, but they're anxious too. Yeah, yeah. The flip side of the coin is your house isn't clean, and you're anxious, or you're anxious about your house being spotless. Right, right. So anxiety comes with both. Stress comes with both. Yep. I think that there's a healthy in between. Yeah, I, agree. I think there's that middle of the road where, and I feel like it's like this most of the time when you come over to my house. It's not like it's a pigsty. But it's also not like it's an open house, like we're ready to settle. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just... I admire, like, guys sometimes in the way that they... Like, Nate will be like, why... Wait, why do you need, like, a plate, like, a charger, whatever that is? Like, he was like, I don't even know what that means. Like, why is it called a charger? It's a plate. I'm like, no, it's a plate. It's a plate that you put on the plate. You don't get it. You don't understand. You don't understand. And so, but he was like, why do you need, like, why do we need, who's going to be at our house that you need to set up? Because I've set up my table before with my gold charger and my little plate and a little, like a glass next to it. And it's like, we don't even eat at the table. Like, why I need all that? Like, it's cute and I'm going to still do it. But I admire that, like, of him being like, it's not going to make anybody, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to make it feel more homey. And this is why women are responsible for the beautification of the home. <laughs> right. But no, it's true. Like Dalton yes. will invite people over like and be like, it's, I'm sorry guys, like it's a mess I would never, here. I would never invite somebody over with no cabinets, on, cabinet doors on my cabinets. No, no. I'd be like, no, we're not, I, I'm going to get this done first. First. <laughs> but it's true. Like, I think we could take a note from a guy's playbook of like, it's not that big of a deal. And you know what? The people who love you. Yeah, they're not going to care that much. And you literally, if you just tell people, like, if you just say, hey, there's a bunch of dishes in the sink. I'm sorry. Do you know how many people will be like, oh, I don't care, girl. So many, everybody, everybody will say that. And no, some people are going to listen to this like, well, no, but your house does need to be somewhat presentable. Well, yeah. No. I, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying, I'm my <laughs> encouragement is to the person who it's like debilitating for them. Yeah. Like yeah. they can't even fathom letting somebody into their house when it's not like you could eat off the floors. Yeah. And to that, I say like, may, yeah, maybe reevaluate why you like people having it being in your home. Yeah, is it about, is it about them you? seeing you as perfect, like housewife, yeah. mom, whatever? Yeah, having it all together. Is it about that? Is in all right? Honestly, Victoria, this is the question: Is hospitality about how you are perceived or how Christ is perceived? Yeah, like there you go. 
that if you can answer that question honestly, yeah, you know, because I think for me, I feel a lot of times like, dang, like this looks bad. Like yeah. this looks bad on me. But my sister-in-law encouraged me with this a couple weeks ago. She said, Brianna, your house yep. is not a hotel. Nope. And you you can welcome people into your home and they can stay with you and whatever. But y'all do live there. Yep. Like people live there. It, yeah. It's going to look lived in. Right. It's a yeah. home. It's yeah. a house. So, and there are habits that you can put into place to where you can, because I know, honestly, all I need, if somebody's coming over to my house, all I need is about a 10 minute notice and I can do what I need to do just to make it what it, oh, what yeah. it needs to be. 100%. But I also need to get to a place in my heart to where if you said to me or a stranger said to me or whatever, and the Lord pressed I on my heart, over. hey, I need to come over right now. Like, I'm can going you come? Comp, can time. you come tomorrow? Because right. right. Well, no, tomorrow. I don't need you tomorrow. I need you right now. Yeah, that's good. You know, that's good. Like the hey, hello, big picture. Yeah, big picture. Yeah, it's Huge. about God. Mm-hmm. It's about them seeing Christ in you yeah. and feeling the love of Jesus while they're in your home. Yeah. It's weird to recommend a book that I haven't read yet, but I know who <laughs> I know how good it is because of all that I've heard about it. Um, it's by Rosaria Butterfield. She is awesome. Um, and she read a book called The Gospel Comes with a House Key. And we'll, I've only heard great things. Yeah, we'll tag it we'll key, uh put it in the notes, show notes, but um yeah. She talks about how her and her husband and um, just how they invited um, people into their homes, like really like strangers, outsiders, like, and really just talks about that, that process and, and all of that. And it's just so good. And I've, I've heard excerpts from it and stuff. So, um, but yeah, we'll put it in the show notes, I guess. <laughs> um, Yeah. And I think, uh, again, as we kind of wrap up, hospitality is going to look different whatever season of life you're in. That's right. Victoria talked about they lived in an apartment their first year of marriage. We did too. We lived in an apartment our first year of marriage. Um, Now, it was kind of weird because it was COVID year. Yeah. Uh, We moved into our apartment in December. COVID hit that next March. The whole year was kind of a wash after that as far as just interacting with people on a personal level. Yeah. Nevertheless, we still had people over, you know, cautiously and not frequently but we welcomed people into our home even though it was just our apartment you know and sometimes I miss that like the simplicity of it and I think it really is about keeping it simple yeah like with hospitality if you are someone you're like dang I love all that y'all are saying I want to have people over more I want to invite people into our home Uh, I just don't know like where to start what to do I think where you start is just with the invite. Yeah. And with prayer, you know, hey, who, like, who should we invite to come over? Should we start a small group? Like, Mm -hmm. should I start a Bible study? Should I just, we have people over most weekends for football. Like, whatever. And then from there, it is, hey, it doesn't matter if it's paper plates or china. Mm -mm. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, box brownies or homemade brownies. Yep. It doesn't matter if it's you ordered pizza or you made a homemade meal. Yep. Like, at the end of the day, how do they feel in your home? Is your home 
and the way that your home operates a reflection of the gospel. Yeah. Like, it is, is it a forgiving atmosphere? Is it a safe atmosphere? Is it the closest thing to the kingdom of heaven here on earth? Yeah. It's good. What else? <laughs> That's it, man. I have nothing else. I'll tell you one other scripture verse. <laughs> tell me I one other scripture, say scripture verse. verse. Um, Romans 12. I think that this would be a good thing to kind of end on. Okay. Page turns, page turns. Right. I hear it. All right. So here's some more advice from the Apostle Paul. <laughs> Romans 12, verse 9. Let love be genuine. Mm. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another mm-hmm. in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. Yeah. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. And just that whole thing is like living in harmony, showing hospitality, living peaceably. All of that comes with just also maturing in your faith, like... And you can't do that if you're not in the Word, if you're not in prayer, if you're not in community with other believers. So before your hospitality can point others to Christ, you got to make sure that your heart is right as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What emoji are they dropping? House emoji. Oh, duh. Duh. Love that. Yeah, so if you listened all the way through this week, drop the house emoji. Yep. Um, guys, we hope that y'all have a great Thanksgiving yeah, with thanks. your families. Yeah, you know, go back, listen to some old episodes if you want to. You better. Y'all better freaking catch up. Yeah. <laughs> Victoria accusing. I know. Uh, yeah, and just, there are so many things to be thankful for. We're thankful for y'all. We're thankful yeah, for our listeners. we're thankful for this podcast. We've been doing this since June 12th of 2023. Crazy. Yep. Crazy. So, yeah, I mean, have a good week and safe travels to everybody if you're traveling. We love you. Yep. All Um, that. All that. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.